Going Greyhounds for your daily update of the latest news and tips. Hello and welcome to Going Greyhounds on this Tuesday morning. Big week in Greyhound racing. The past seven days, of course, we saw all the the states run their heats for their state uh, sprint titles as, as far as the nationals are concerned. And then this Thursday night, we're going to see what is going to be a tremendous showcase night of greyhound racing. All the states across Australia and even New Zealand uh, will be running their state national sprint and distance finals this Saturday night, all run within around two hours of each other. So it's going to be a, a terrific night of greyhound racing. And our first guest on this morning's show is the CEO of the GBOTA, Alan Hilsinger. Good morning to you, Alan. Matty, how are you, buddy? Yeah, I'm not too bad. Talk us through this Thursday night, of course. We've got the, the New South Wales State Finals uh, being held at Wentworth Park. Mate, looking forward to it. I went through the fields a little earlier on, and seriously, there's um, five or six chances. Well, there's really eight chances in all of the races, but there's five or six dogs that, if they won it, you would say they'll be um, nearly favourites uh, in the national final as well for New South Wales. So, mate, the quality is outstanding. Yeah, absolutely it is. It was it was probably a little bit disappointing. There was only the, the two heats there on, on Saturday night and, and neither of them were the full eight. But I guess on the back of that, the, the greyhounds that you, you wanted to see get through got through. So And as you mentioned, the, it shapes up as, as a couple of terrific finals on on Thursday night. Talk us through the, the... We'll start with the sprint final. It, it looks a tremendous race and I guess simply limelight gets an opportunity to to prove how good he, he he might be considering he's got that inside draw he just craves the rail and he's got the box one there was a big roar when he got drawn box one there on Saturday on Saturday night so I guess this is his moment to, to stand up and show what he can do it is mate it's, and you look through that field and just the first turn is going to be the interesting one isn't it where simply limelight if he can hold the inside and whether he gets crossed or doesn't get crossed, I mean, we know he's strong and we know if he finds the front, every dog is going to really struggle to um, pick him up. But then you've got Zipping Maserati, probably has the right draw there with um, the potential to cross simply limelight early. You, then you go out wide and you look Devil Dodger. It creates an interesting um, aspect of it because it begins far. Um, yeah, again, would need a lot of luck probably to win the race. But we've seen that from Devil Dodger once before. And even then, you look at good odds cash and um, getting across from box eight. If there's a little bit of a mix-up inside, and she gets around, then man, she's going to be hard to beat. So, yeah, it's probably one of the more intriguing national, um, no, New South Wales versions that we've seen for some time. Well, I mean, a couple of years out, but in my time, anyway, I've followed the Greyhounds for a long time, and I think it's one of the more intriguing ones we've definitely had. Yeah, for sure. Good odds cash. She's probably going to get out to a, a backable price if you do like her. And she might actually be suited, particularly if Devil Dodger could come out running and, and give her a bit of a cart across. But, yeah, as you mentioned, very intriguing race. That, that national sprint and then the, the national distance final. We've sort of seen a few of these take each other on the last few weeks. Super Australia, Tiger Jack, uh, Corbel Magic. But now we add uh, Zipping Kansas. We know what he can do when he puts it all together. But I guess that's the, the, the question mark with him. And then, of course, Pocket Money, who's in terrific form as well. So... That's going to be a super staying race, isn't it? Mate, it's it's so intriguing as well because I, I was looking at it before and they had the markets out earlier and I was looking to see Zipping Virginia's won over $100,000 and there's around 25 to 30 to 1. Stagger Out Lee's won its last three starts over the 700 and I know it's well up in class, it's $40. And that kind of just highlights the quality of the race 
because that's probably their right prices. Not to say they can't win, but that's probably their right prices. And I think uh, Tiger Drac- Jack's drawn the inside, zipping Kansas back to when he favoured the 720 after a, a phenomenal track record over the 600. And Super Estrella is just, you know, she's a superstar, isn't she? She finds that front and she just won't let anything get past her. And of course, she's still got, as you said, pocket money is the real um, question mark. First start at Wentworth Park and been doing uh, everything right up in um, Albion Park as well. So, again, it's a one-off, and I know they changed this a little while ago to make it a one-off final, and I think it's been a, a master move because this this field is sensational. Yeah, for sure it is. And, uh, no doubt, whilst calling it, there'll be a little extra oomph if Tiger Jack can hit the front halfway <laughs> up the straight. That is, that's for sure. And on track on, on Thursday night, I believe the, there is a big showcase uh, going on on Sky 2 with all the big finals uh, uh, across the, the country, Jason Lincoln will be on track. Yeah, mate, they'll um, have the showcase throughout um, Thursday, then obviously back that up on the, the Nationals final night on the 27th. So, mate, it's going to be... I'm excited. It's, I know I've only been in the role for a little while, but being such a great enthusiast, I'm like, this is um, this is just awesome to be... only have been in the role for six or seven weeks and I'm already rolling into the Nationals for the New South Wales finals and then the massive, massive night we have planned on the 27th for the overall final as well. Yeah, and tell us a little bit about the, the national finals on Saturday, August 27. I believe there's a, a nice little deal for the first 1,000 people through the gate. Mate, it is. And one of the things we, we've really looked at is, like, this is the showcase event. I know it may not be the richest prize money event, but it's certainly the showcase. You've got people from all over Australia verging on Wentworth Park both trainers, you know, people in administration, people just coming because they, they want to be part of the Nationals. So we've gone all out, and what we're doing is the first 1,000 patrons through the gates are going to receive free entry. They'll receive a $15 food and beverage voucher to use anywhere um, throughout the facility on the night, and a race book as well. And then after that, once we've exhausted the 1,000, we're still going to give everyone free entry as well and a $5 food and beverage voucher on top of that. And then outside of that, the entertainment, we know how good the racing is going to be on the track. We've also got, we've got a DJ, we've got a world-class magician, we've got a kids area where we're going to have some kids activities with Jumpy Castle and um, face painting and a couple other um, surprises. We've got giveaways, plenty of giveaways. We've got some uh, lucky door prizes. Mate, it's going to be a huge night both on and off the track. So if if you're looking to get out of the greyhounds, it's definitely going to be the night to be here. Yeah, absolutely, and you'd like to think by the by the end of August the, the weather will be pretty kind, particularly if it can continue uh, the way it's going at the moment. Quite warm day, yeah, right. so fingers crossed for a good night, and yeah, first thousand people through the gate, free entry, and that $15 food and beverage voucher. It, it sounds like a pretty good deal to me. Well, good way to thanks. start the night, isn't it? Yeah, absolutely. That's the first winner of the night, and hopefully yeah. the, the night for those that do go out on track and can only get better. Well, thanks for the chat this morning, Al. I'll see you out there on Thursday at Wenny, and, and the best of luck to you and, and your team with the, the big features coming up in the next next couple of weeks. Thanks, buddy. There's Alan Hilsinger, the CEO of the GBOTA, uh, who, of course, are holding the Nationals this year. We've got the state final there at Wenny Park on Thursday and then the big national finals night on August 27. We'll head for a quick break now. On the other side, we'll chat with Mark Davidson about Mickey Do. On Sky Sports Radio, let's get back to going greyhounds.
Welcome back to Going Greyhounds on this Tuesday morning. Our next guest on this morning's show is Mark Davidson, who trains Mickey Doo. Good morning to you, Mark. Yeah, morning, Matt. How are you, mate? Yeah, I'm not too bad. Firstly, congratulations on getting Mickey Doo through to the, the, the state national sprint this Thursday night at Wetworth Park. He's had a number of injuries. How did he come through his run there on Saturday? Yeah, pretty good, mate. He's uh, he's had a little issue with a, uh, a toe, um, which has just been a niggling, ongoing thing since the Thunderbolt at Grafton, where he um, tore out the webbing. So you just got to try and stay on top of that. Um, the draw is probably going to help him a bit, being in the middle to so he can use a bit of the track and angle into the turn rather than trying to be on the fence and hold his turn. He's just not holding it at the moment. Uh, and he's, he's sort of costing him a little bit of time and... Uh, creating a bit of havoc at that first term but uh, other than that he's good and do you feel that that little I guess as you just touched on when he's on the inside and he's just struggling to hold his place do you think that's because of the the injury he's he, he did he did have it's putting a lot of pressure on that inside rail toe um, he, he's not not lame or anything like that but he he, he just not seemed to handle it like he used to um, and uh, so we've just got to keep an eye on that. Um, and, yeah, I'm, I'm much happier being drawn out where he can angle in, that's for sure. And just just touching on the box draw, when you... I guess when you when you see box draws and you get box four, you, I guess the, the heart sinks a little bit and you think, oh, um, why, why do we get a middle draw? But I guess when you look at it in depth, it, it's it's not a bad draw for him, of course. Richard Donner... Drawn to, a, drawn to his inside. She has been jumping a little better, but generally he's not a bring-it beginner, and we know Bandit Ned will want to go out towards the, the outside rail, so the draw actually looks okay for him, doesn't it? Yeah, it's not a bad draw. Um, you know, it's as in all finals, it doesn't matter where you, where you draw, you've got to begin, so he's going to have to do everything right straight out of the lids to put himself in there, because you don't want to be having the outside dogs like good odds cashing that crossing over, or it's going to um, going to make it very hard. So, it, 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 on paper, it looks good. So, as long as he uses the, the uses the boxes like he can, um, then he should be putting himself into the races. Yeah, for sure. And and just tell us a little about a little bit about his his ownership group. We know, um, uh, I guess, the the Australian Bloodstock Boys, that Luke Murrell, that they've had a lot of success in in thoroughbred racing, particularly over the last couple of weeks. They're absolutely airborne at the moment and and they've got a share in this guy. Yeah, they're, they're fabulous to train for. It's um, you, you can't ask for any better sort of um, syndicates to train for. They they source the dogs out. I've had two dogs for them now, and they've both been in group finals. So uh, they pick, definitely pick the quality. Um, and they, and all the fellas that are in the in the dog and ladies, it's um, they all turn up. They all sort of get there and, and, and want to be a part of it, which is great. And they're always on the lookout for dogs. And it's, yeah, it's very professional setup. Yeah, that's, uh, that's terrific to hear. And I guess if it can entice more people into the Greyhound racing game, that, that's only going to augur well for the future, isn't it? Yes, that's for sure. You know, they're, they're all, a lot of them involved in the horses. Um, yeah, and, and they, they love it. They just love it as much as the horses, which is fantastic, you know. And, um, you're constantly meeting new people that, that want to come up and say hello and, and say, oh, look, we've got a share in this dog. And um, So you're constantly meeting, you know, everyone around. Um, they, they sort of fly in from everywhere, Victoria, Queensland, and uh, they all come down and support the dog. Uh, so it's, it's really good. Yeah, that's outstanding. And just tell us a little bit 
more about the the rest of your team. Three winners last night at Maitland. It's you're on fire at the moment. Yeah, we're having a bit of luck, mate. We we went in the right grades. Um, the dogs, we've got a few young dogs there. They're still probably want to mature, but when they put it together, they've got a bit of ability. So hopefully, down you know, in the next six months, a few of these will start to step up. You know, probably not going to get to the to the level of Mickey do, but they're going through their grades nice. And um, we've got a yeah, got a few young maidens coming through. Um, a couple of new size, and Archie and Beast Unleashed, Sip and Garth, they're all showing a bit of potential. Um, just got to hope we can go on with it. Um, yeah, and, and the, uh, uh, let's see uh, from the Australian Bloodstock Centre, she's got some uh, seven Fernando Bales pups that are 12 months old in November. So it'll be interesting to see how they go. Um, very well bred. She was a good staying bitch. And so, yeah, it's looking you know, very bright for at least the next 12 months. Yeah, I'm sure there'll be some excitement when when those pups uh, reach the reach the stage that they come in and, and and are close to the close to getting to the race as well. Good luck on on Thursday night with Mickey Do. Uh, I'm sure if he puts it all together, he's going to be right in the finish. And then if he can get through subsequently into the national final in a couple of weeks' time. Thanks for the chat this morning, Mark. And I'm sure we'll talk again soon. Good on you, Matt. Thanks for having me. No problem. There's Mark Davidson who prepares Mickey Do into the state national sprint final at Wentworth Park this Thursday night. We'll head for a quick break. On the other side, we'll chat with Joe Lanuti from Punters HQ. On Sky Sports Radio, let's get back to Going Greyhounds. Welcome back to Going Greyhounds. We're now joined by Joe Lanuti from Greyhounds HQ, who's who's got a big hand in the, the big features at Weddy Park on Thursday night. Good morning to you, Joe. Morning, Matty. How are you? Yeah, I'm not too bad. Firstly, we'll start with Bandit Ned in the, the state national sprint. Must have been very pleasing to, to see him overcome difficulties there on, on Saturday on, on Saturday night and score a terrific win. Yeah, he's one of our favourites, uh, the Bandit. It was a huge win. I think he was nearly last through the catch and he rounded him up and got to where he wanted to, to be on the track out wide. And um, Yeah, it's just good to have him back. Uh, he loves Box 7, Matty. I think that's well, don't quote me, maybe nine starts out of box seven, seven wins, so uh, he loves the black. Yeah, for sure. And and going into the, the state final this week, he's he's come up with that middle draw. What were your initial thoughts when the, the box draw uh, was done there on Saturday night? And after looking at it a bit more in depth, what are your thoughts now regarding it? My mail was, you drew box eight to good old cash. Is there any truth to that rumour? That is true. Yeah, thanks for that. We really appreciate it. Uh, <laughs> box eight would have been perfect. Um, no, box well, he's jumping quite well, and then you know he just wants to get to the outside. So if there's pressure there, he, he might want to go up and around them. But it's a tricky race for him, and um, he's going to be pretty big odds. I, I think I saw eight or nine dollars, which is very rare for Van and Ned. So uh, they'll know if they're in a race if you can get a clear crack at them, and uh, you know it'd be strong late. But uh, very. I think the box draw really pushes to the, the one and two. That They've got the right draw, and they'll both be very hard to beat. Yeah, absolutely. Just on that box draw, there was three, there's three boxes left, and uh, someone pushed me to go forward and draw the box for, for good odds cash. And, yeah, ap- apologies, I drew box eight. I know you would have loved to have got box eight with him, but I guess a little scenario for him, maybe ideally miss it a length, hopefully those out wide cross him, and then he can just follow them around the outside. Would that be yeah, the awesome. ideal scenario? Absolutely perfect. And there's, there's a world where good on cash just goes Bushka and charges across. Father Rick and 
and they can dominate from up front. If that's the case, it'll open it up for, for Ned, as you say, to get into the race. But, oh, listen, he's a dog. You know how many times, talking to Andy and Jody as well, how many times box drawers have been against him and there's crashes outside of him and wide runners under there. There's always something against Ned, but the, the true facts are he's won 22 races, 37 starts. He's won you know, nearly a quarter of a million stuff. I never say never with the Bandits. Yeah, for sure, and not too many dogs can can win Group Ones, and and he was he was one of the, he he is one of those having won the Big Peters last year. We move on to the the state national distance, and you've got Tiger Jack just keeps running into to, to Super Estrella and Callball Magic, and just finding them a little bit better at the moment. But he comes up with the red there on Thursday night. Yeah, I, I know a lot of people think he's better drawn wide, the Tiger, but I think that Box draws perfect for him on Thursday in Box 1. I, th- I reckon he gets his chance, and oh, she's just been too good, Super Estrella. What more can you do? She's um, she's a star. She ran a uh, personal best, 41.6. But from our point of view, we did run 41.7. I mean, he just keeps getting faster, and uh, he's earning checks. And I don't think he's too far away from, uh, from breaking through. He tried his guts out the other day. Possibly lost half a length when he when he was going to go underneath and then he decided to go outside of her but taking nothing away from her she's just got our measure at the moment she's just a rock star but I, I reckon he can run a, a bit of a cheeky race and he can get the chance on Thursday Matty he'd be pretty excited about that too I'd reckon yeah absolutely I guess when he's had box one over the staying trip in the past he's been very slow to begin and it's it's created all sorts of issues for him but I guess the one advantage for him on Thursday night is he's got Shavi uh, Bale drawn to his outside who's got no early speed at all and he is jumping a lot better so if he can jump clean enough, hold his place uh, and we know how strong he is so he's going to certainly get his chance to, to beat Super Estrella who's, who, who's probably not going to find the front as easy as what she has done her last couple of starts so if that's the case it, it, it's going to be r- race on and then of course you've got Zipping Kansas, you just don't know what he's going to produce, he might come out and blow them all away or uh, he might find himself in trouble, which he which he can do. So, um, it's a, you're right, yeah, d- you're right. definitely some questions better, there. Right? We are jumping much better, Tiger Jack, the last year. What about Corbourne Magic? I mean, I saw ten dollars. He's run the other day. I reckon he got home in twelve twenty. He is. I don't know where he'll be in six months, but um, I'd argue with anyone he'll be in the, the top handful of stays in the country. He, he's a gee, he's a good dog, and he seems way over the odds. Yeah, absolutely. Particularly with he, he beat Tiger Jack and Super Estrella there only a couple of weeks ago. Now, also on the program, uh, you'll have Bandit uh, Punter's Bandit, who's who who come through the uh, the Zoom top at Goldwyn. You've been wanting to get this guy to Wentworth Park, haven't you? Yeah, really. We're we're very very happy with this girl. We can't wait. She's uh, she's got a motor. She got home in thirteen thirty five at Goldwyn in the heat. She had no luck in the final when she was working up and around them. To get into it, so straight to Wentworth Park in a in a hot maiden, mind you. There's a first starter there for Justin King. Jace Magri's got unlike you, who it's got one mighty motor, and then Zipping Mercedes was uh, was scintillating uh, at Goulburn in the final. Bombed it, I don't know, six, seven, eight weeks, got beat five, but hit the line really well. So it's a tricky little maiden, but um, you know, we wouldn't swap her for anything. Actually, her a couple of her owners are going to Wendy for the first time. Greg Hickman and Tony Benello. They're the owners and trainers of Pirata. Uh, so it's, we've got Bjorn and his crew in a couple of... In Band and Ned, but uh, to get the Pirata crew with Greg Hickman heading to Wentworth Park Thursday is very exciting to get all these horse guys involved. Yeah, absolutely. I was just talking to, to Mark Davidson. Of course, he's got Mickey Doo in the, the state national sprint and they've got the Australian bloodstock 
uh, guys who who have have had a lot of success in the the racing industry. So to get this this cross code ownership, I suppose, is is outstanding for the sport, and and hopefully it leads to to more engagement uh, in the future as well. So yeah, outstanding, and uh, and we wish them the best. Uh, Kenya Wilder, uh, another uh, star that you guys have have got, is is on the comeback as well. Yeah, he finished. Uh, second in the Vic Peters at Group 1 level at Wenny and he's, uh, he's probably about three weeks away we'll bring him back talking to Johnny Thomas who's, uh, whose health is on the men now uh, as well as the pups and he'll he'll come back through Maitland we reckon in about three weeks time to start him over the 400 in the fifth grade and looking forward to him he did a lot in his first preparation Kenya Wilder and uh, and I think onwards and upwards for the pup. Yeah absolutely and before we go I, ha- I have to ask about She's a pearl. Um, of course, she just had that little setback before uh, she was going to the Southern Stars at Goulburn. How's she going? Uh, and when will we see her again? Yeah, she's uh, she's progressing along nicely. The target for New Andy and Jody is Goulburn for the MDC qualifiers. Uh, I think August 26th, top of my head, Maddie. Uh, the heat and final there. She's lucky enough to make the final at Goulburn and she can run top three. She can qualify for the MDC semis, so that's the plan. That'll be over the 440, and um, and hopefully, touch wood, we can defend our title and um, give them all something to chase at winning. And I guess that's the the ideal situation to get through uh, at Goldwood, and then you can plan the program to just really focus on them semis rather than having to try and qualify through the uh, the the Wenny Park heats of the the MDC. Yeah, definitely. That's the, it's still. It's still mind-boggling that you can look at some of the heats at Casino and Gold uh, and Gunnedah and that some other interstate trainers don't target those races. There's one six-dogger, I think, at Gunnedah, so those same six go around next week and top three go into the semis. So I think it's something that people need to plan a little bit better for moving forward because you can qualify early. Uh, I think Jack Smith did it the last couple of years and um, and Frank Hurst has done it as well. And I just think it's a smart way to, to get in early and then you can set yourself for the semifinals. Yeah, absolutely, and and without being, uh, I guess, disrespectful to those uh, in that in that final at Gunnedah on Thursday, there, you would think if they do qualify and come through to, to Wentworth Park, there's there's probably only maybe one Turbo Cash that w- could be able to translate um, his form to be competitive. I would have thought, and also it got announced yesterday, very very close to to sealing the deal on the match race. She's a pearl, and and we are she's fast, which would capture the attention not only of the, the whole greyhound racing industry but a, the whole racing industry uh, as well. What a what a match race that will be, and it's almost finalised. Yeah, very very close. It's just obviously I think hinging on both bitches still being at the top of the game in whenever it is ten weeks time. And um, yeah, both parties are, are really keen for it to happen. Meadows and and uh, GRV are right behind it, so I think it'll be a fantastic spectacle, win, lose or draw. That um, these two million dollar girls would go toe to toe so if it does eventuate which you know, touch wood it does uh, I reckon that'd be uh, standing room only at the Meadows Matty that night yeah absolutely it would certainly be be mouth watering even just to build up the, the the comparisons on what both greyhounds can do and who could win it would be uh, such a talking point for, for so long leading into it so hopefully we can see it and um, I guess time will tell on, on how both She's a Pearl and Wow She's Fast are going at that time. So first, first of all, the best of luck to you uh, on Thursday night at Wentworth Park. I know you'll be very excited with Tiger Jack and Bandit Ned re- representing New South Wales in that state sprint and distance 
final and then of course in the future with with those guys uh putters bandit and then of course she's a pearl and kenya wilder who aren't too far away from returning to the racetrack so thanks for coming on this morning it was a pleasure to talk to you thanks buddy have a great week will do there's joe lanuti from greyhounds hq talking about all his greyhounds uh in the kennel at the moment that wraps up going greyhounds this morning hope you have a terrific week many winners we'll chat next week